we're back. And um, thank you to all of you who tried to join us live. So we're back together. And I, again, I just want to know you to know that you, there's a lot of health and wellness support for you at this time as both professionals and people who are very interested in how to support our own personal health on a daily basis. I thought it'd be great for us to just share um, the things that we do innately without thinking about it every day on a daily uh, for our health. And so I'm Rachelle. I'm a local yoga therapist, IRS meditation teacher, and nutrition therapist. I'm Ben Hunt. I'm a massage therapist and a sound therapist here in town at Veritas Medical. And I'm Anna Hines, and I am a health coach and an EFT practitioner and a yoga instructor, and I lead retreats and love both of these people here. Mm -hmm. So we're excited to be here and really excited to give you six healthy hacks that you can start today. You can start now. So is there anything more you want to say before we dive in? Yeah, just that strong recommendation that at this time of our life and our culture right now, that these things are easy to implement, they're affordable, and there's no reason not to do every single one of them every day with your family. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. so great. So um, one of the things that was really important to us was to remind everyone that, you know, so many of the things that um, we can do for our health are the simplest mm -hmm. and the most overlooked. Like, they're the, like the obvious things. We're like, oh my gosh, you know, of course I know to drink more water and all that. But there are so many amazing things that, um, that we can tap into that are available that cost nothing at all or very, very little. Mm -hmm. And it's more so, um, and I'd love for y'all to input on this, it's more so about putting the power back in your hands to build your immune system and to really help you understand that healing is intrinsic. Like we don't, our, our bodies and our immune systems know how to heal. It just needs the tools and we just need the environment, the inner environment, the terrain to be um, resilient. And so that's what we're wanting to do today is to really support you in that. And um, I just want to give a quick disclaimer. So mm -hmm. remember, you are a wise and wonderful being, and no one knows what your body needs except for you. So we request that you not take any of this as medical advice and always mm -hmm. consult your practitioner. But just know that we, we believe God's given you an intuition for your own health. And so um, we just want you to remember that that wisdom is within you. So anything you guys want to say before we dive in? I'm ready. Let's do it. Six health hacks. Here they come. All right. Mm -hmm. So we've each taken two, and mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna talk about them, and then we're gonna have some conversation. Mm -hmm. So, number one health hack. I love this one so much, and if you have been a client of mine or you've been to a retreat, you know all about this. And number one health hack is green juice, and green juice is some form of liquid greens. We like to call it liquid sunshine. And the reason that green juice is so, so, so important for your health, it's like the number one thing I recommend for my clients and those who come to retreats. The reason it's so amazing is because um, you, disease can't thrive in an alkaline environment. And green juice is so very alkalinizing to your body. And the, the reason that I love juice over maybe like a smoothie or um, a salad, even though both of those are great. The reason I love um, uh, the juice is because whenever you concentrate the nutrients in a juice and you take out all of the uh, need to digest it, 
it goes straight into the cells. And what's going straight into the cells are not only those deep nutrients, but also um, the, the, the sunlight that this plant absorbs through that process of photosynthesis. And so you're literally getting this, this rich sunlight in your cells very, very quickly. Um, and my experience has been that all of the clients that I've had who have really integrated this into their daily life, they see so quickly the benefits of doing a green juice. So I'm gonna give you a little bit more details about what that looks like. Um, with, with juicing, most people need like a cold press juicer. So you're looking at, um, you know, if you have a juicer, that's great, but if you do a cold press, it's a lot better because the juice will stay enzymatically intact for up to 24 hours so long as it stays cold. With other non-cold pressed juices, um, then the enzymes will die after about 15 minutes. So you wanna have that cold pressed juicer if at all possible. And so what I juice on a daily basis is um, like romaine lettuce and celery and cucumber and usually a green apple and lemon and ginger and I throw it all in the juicer and you know, 24 to, 30, uh, 24 to 32 ounces on an empty stomach, sometimes mid-morning or, or like for a lunch. And um, it's amazing the type of energy, the type of alkalinity, the type of glow to your skin, uh, so good. So that's the basic idea of green juice, liquid sunshine, that we love to talk about. Um, if you don't have a cold pressed juicer, the great news is that you are, um, you're, you're not lost. Um, the, the second recommendation that I would give is something that I call a green energizer. And a green energizer is a, um, it's kind of a, a little concoction that I put together. And all it is is frozen wheatgrass cubes that you can get from your local health food store. So um, they take the wheatgrass and they juice them and then they freeze them in these little packets. So again, it stays enzymatically intact. And then um, you just put a few of those frozen wheatgrass cubes into eight ounces of water with a, a couple tablespoons of chlorophyll and like half a lemon. You shake it up and literally it takes like 90 seconds to repair. And um, recently one of my clients uh, did this and um, she said, man, after a week of doing it, that she, her energy levels just went way up. Her, this, some skin issues she was having just left, like some weird skin issues that she didn't know what to do with, they just left. And um, that is, that's just the, the value of mm -hmm. getting that deep, rich nutrient density in that liquid form. So green juice, number one. And mm -hmm. uh, do you have anything to add to that? Just that it's delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You would think yeah, the green so, juice would be gross, wouldn't you? Well, sometimes, sometimes it's more uh, intense because it's, you know, sometimes it's more earthy and kind of, I don't know what all the right words are, but sometimes it's more intense to get down. But I always find that after I do, my body is just energized instantly. Mm -hmm. It's It's so refreshing. So love it. Sometimes I add turmeric. So if you do have a cold press juicer, we know that turmeric has great um, antibacterial, antiviral properties in the body. And again, as Anna said, if you don't have a juicer, no problem. There are also, even if you can't find the frozen wheatgrass packets, there are great um, mixed greens powders that are easy to order from Amazon or Thrive. Yeah. And I will say, I um, was talking to my partner about the content of this, of this panel, and he said, just make sure the dads know 
that they need to drink the green juice. <laughs> so we're, we're really, we're really in earnest about how essential these six practices can be to revolutionize your health support at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so number two, we dive into number yeah. two. So the two, you know, as we were prepping for this panel, um, I knew there were things that the three of us do that we don't even think about anymore, that are just inherent, innate parts of our routine by now. And so much so that we had this list of six, and I realized, oh, well, one of those has to go because sleep has to be in there. (laughs) So sleep is one of those things that I naturally by now, I don't compromise on, I don't skimp on. Um, And it's not rigid, but studies do show it's not rigid for me. I just naturally start to fall asleep or get sleepy about the time that the it gets dark and I naturally start to wake up as dawn comes. So I have a really good circadian rhythm and some of the things we'll talk about later will support you in having a really good circadian rhythm, which means that when the sun is up, you're awake and when the sun is down, you're sleeping. Um, but so we do have studies now that show that sleep is linked to so much of our health. And specifically with this panel, we're targeting immune health and nervous system health. So um, there are studies that show that with less than seven hours of sleep a night, we are three times more likely to catch infection. And the studies that have been done are specifically with a cold virus. So seven to nine hours of sleep is what to shoot for. And it's, that may sound extravagant and or luxurious to some of you, but it really is an essential. It's For me, it's non-negotiable. If I have less than seven hours of sleep, I do feel it. And it's not just a, a mental thing. Um, let's see. There are... Um, sleep deprivation actually adds more stress. So we all have plenty that we are managing. And if we are sleep deprived, then that is just another taxing thing on our nervous system. We currently, as Americans, sleep two hours less a night than we did 40 years ago. So that's another known statistic. Um, So what kind of sleep? How can you get sound sleep? What supports you in getting sound sleep? There's so much research now about our devices and the artificial light, the blue light from all of our screens, the way that that impairs melatonin production, and melatonin is a hormone that regulates our sleep. So if getting seven to nine hours of sound sleep feels totally evasive to you, the first thing I recommend is step away from your devices, step away from blue light screens at least two hours before bedtime. I'm guessing Ben would have an even stronger recommendation than that. He's going to chime in here on sleep too. And um, where you can always wear blue light glasses as well. However, we do want to keep these health hacks really simple. So just turning off screens a couple hours before bedtime, a couple, you know, from now, right now we're getting dark around 9 p.m., around 7 p.m. Maybe there aren't any more devices so that everyone is ready for bed, headed towards sleep by no later than 10. Um, our best hours for sleep are from 10 to what right now dawn is about 7 a.m. So, um, and given, you know, sort of the slow down, the pause in our society right now, there is, there's time. There's time for good sleep. And this supports your immune system more than almost anything else we know of. Um, you do want to sleep in a dark room. It's preferable that you don't have phones on, no Wi-Fi in your room. 
and it's even better if there are there's nothing electrical plugged on plugged in in the room that you're sleeping in so um sound sleep I want to also throw in right there that for those of you who have trouble falling asleep, there are great apps. One of the things that keeps us from getting good sleep or falling asleep is our stress, our minds through the day. So staying on top of and managing stress through the day, managing your own thoughts, managing, you know, supporting your own emotional regulation through the day will lead to a better sleep at night. And um, meditation is, or um breathing we're going to talk about that is later is a great way to support your your sleep at night i also teach a practice called i rest yoga nidra nidra means sleep and it's a mini mini nap basically it can also be a meditation but it's a it's a pause it's a rest i almost always in the day in addition to my eight to nine hours of sleep a night i'll get down on the floor for 10 to 20 minutes close my eyes and do nothing but feel myself breathing and feel the earth underneath me. And that is the best reset for my nervous system and therefore my immunity. Um, it's it, They're just non-negotiables for me now. So I'm going to send out an, a miniature iRest Yoga Nidra practice for you to use. It could be used either in the middle of the day as that miniature break and reset, or it could be used at, as you're trying to fall asleep at night to help you unwind. But essential to have sound sleep and good rest at this time totally so i think one what i really like really like to do is to to break it down into the way that our bodies are designed to thrive right and our, our orientation for our physiology the way our bodies work is based on directions from nature itself mm -hmm. and what i mean specifically by that is the way that the sun moves around the earth. Everything in nature gets its orientation. It knows when to wake up and when, when to, to sleep um, based on the sun. But it, it goes way deeper than that. So our cells in our body literally get their orientation or their directions from the sun itself. Even the bacteria in your gut is fed by certain frequencies of light coming directly from the sun. And so actually one of the best ways to get um linked up or synced up with the circadian rhythms of the solar system and the sun is to get up with the sunrise because the sunrise even if you go to bed super late and you're you have trouble falling asleep if you want to get back to a steady and sturdy circadian rhythm then wake up with the sun even if you're exhausted wake up with the sun get out in the sunshine from sunrise to about 10 o'clock in the morning as much as possible. Get as much of your skin in the sun as possible because your cells, again, are gaining their intelligence based on the, the frequencies from the sun. Just like plants use the sun for their own growth, our bodies are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So um, in order to get back to falling asleep at night, we need that sunrise frequency. So. It's actually the sun that programs the melatonin that's mm -hmm. then stimulated when the light goes away mm -hmm. at night. So mm -hmm. it's a very integral component to mm -hmm. regaining our circadian rhythm. And of course, when we're talking about circadian rhythm, it's not just about our sleep. What we're really talking about is rest and repair mm -hmm. and then proper physiological processes like mm -hmm. digesting your food and proper nervous mm -hmm. system impulses and you know we could go down the line but 
but uh, that's essentially mm-hmm. why that is so important to to get sleep is because it extends to our right now we're all thinking about our immune systems it extends to how well our immune mm-hmm. system functions so mm-hmm. yeah I love all that and there's a, a doctor that I highly respect out of Toronto Dr. Ben Kim and he sent something recently um, out about sleep and he said you know, of all the years in my practice, uh, he's a naturopathic mm-hmm. and medical doctor. He said, in all the years of my practice, I think we have never quite um, understood the value of just getting enough sleep mm-hmm. and how much it has on our health. And uh, what happens on not only a physical level, but emotionally, mm-hmm. how much we process on an right. emotional level. Mm-hmm. And uh, the restoration that happens restoration. and like, thank God for something like mm-hmm. sleep. Um, what would y'all say, and I know we have to move on pretty quickly, but what would y'all say to someone who genuinely can't get enough sleep at night? Mm-hmm. Um, what would be practices that they could utilize in order to kind of make up for that mm-hmm. lost time? Well, definitely, again, I'm my first go-to is going to be yoga nidra. And yoga nidra practices can be as long as 40 minutes, um, and they are known to make up sleep debt. So you can find... Mm-hmm. Yoga Nidra practices on pretty much any meditation app right now, and I would I would start there. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the I rest practice. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. from you, Ben? Well, you already mentioned it. Making sure your devices are turned off, or at least you're wearing your blue blocker glasses, definitely after the sun goes down, but even two hours before it goes down. You know, things are starting to shut down in nature, so we need to do the same in our houses. So turning the lights off, putting your blue blocker, blue blocker glasses on, um, don't eat after 7.30, 8 o'clock, because we don't want to be digesting when we're trying to fall asleep. Um, there's some simple things that you can do to yeah. just prep your body to actually, when you lay your head down on the pillow, your body is already going <laughs> right. into rest. Yeah, and I'd say a third thing right there is meditation or like Anna's going to address emotional practice at the end of this uh, six health hacks, but um, some way to process emotions and thoughts during the day so that that's not what Mm. you're laying your head down on the pillow with, you know, when when you are ready to fall asleep. Yeah, and you know, if, if some of this sounds overwhelming or it feels like oh gosh that's a whole lot to do even just uh, taking one thing and Mm -hmm. trying it Mm -hmm. and just see how your body feels Mm -hmm. um sometimes it's just getting used to a new way of being and then we can kind of get in a happy Mm -hmm. way addicted to it yeah i'm addicted to sleep (laughs) yes right (laughs) yeah so and ben ben mentioned the sunrise and the sunset and that just kind of leads us right into our third health hack, which is my second one that I'm bringing. I think we're some of our health hacks definitely are overlapping here. But I, as I was considering, I realized I never, well, rarely go through a day without contact with nature. That is vital to my well-being. Um, I think I think about it more as vital to my mental and emotional and spiritual well-being, which by now, those of us in the mind-body wellness fields, we know that translates directly into the physical well-being. However, again, there are lots of studies out that show how and why exactly nature affects and impacts our physical well-being. So um, one that I was particularly drawn to that I wanted to share with you, we've heard, you've heard of the practice of forest bathing, which we don't have any forests in Lubbock, but we do have lots of great parks. Um, no doubt you have um, grass and a, a tree somewhere nearby you. Um, But men who walked in the forest for two hours had a 50% increase in their 
um, immune killer cells. Mm -hmm. So particularly in an antiviral killer cell. So um, contact with nature can be simple. It's, it does need to be through your skin. Having bare feet on the earth, laying down on the grass. Um, I'm a weirdo, but I hug trees like I really do. <laughs> uh, again, like Ben was saying, the sunshine on your skin, it directly stimulates blood flow and great circulation. Um, yeah, I know I'm going to think of other things, but feel free to... What, you mentioned mm-hmm. all the good ones, I think, mm-hmm. um, especially, again, first thing in the morning with the sunrise, you can kind of pair a lot of these things, you know, g- green juice, um, you know, we, you just woke up, so then green juice and then getting out in nature and getting the sunshine, mm-hmm. um, grounding at the same time, mm-hmm. all of those are very uh, conducive practices to, mm-hmm. to put into one thing. So uh, that will just set, set you up for true vitality because that is what our bodies are designed to thrive off of mm-hmm. is that connection to the electromagnetic forces of the earth itself. Mm-hmm. That's our grounding, just like the grounding wires in the house. It needs to be grounded in order to be controlled. It's the same thing for the physiology of the body. So, Yeah, the humans evolved. Our species evolved in nature. We are creatures of the creation. And in the last two to three hundred years, we've really moved indoors and disconnected ourselves from those great electromagnetic frequencies that our bodies also have and move into sync with and harmony with. And that supports all of our systems. So simple contact with nature. And one thing I did want to say here is that doesn't mean walking out and looking at your front yard and thinking about how it needs to be mowed, (laughs) right? Like really um, opening your eyes to it, opening your senses to it, letting it in to you is what, how it impacts. First of all, your nervous system, we know it moves us into a parasympathetic rest and relax response. And then that cascades and affects the well-being of all of your other systems. So breathe it in, soak it in, enjoy and appreciate it in a very real way for just a few minutes a day. It's perfect. Okay. So number four, y'all ready? Ready. Okay. Movement. movement. Take it away. <laughs> okay. Ben's so four is movement. Movement is the expression of life itself. So again, if you look at nature, Nature is in constant movement. Even if it's a still day outside, you go and look in the grass and there's there's things moving in there or whatever. You can always see movement. And this is going to tie very closely with our next one. Can I give a pre? Go for it. <laughs> okay. Our next one is, uh, our fifth one is breath. So movement and breath, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit and say breath is the um, the body's expression of life itself, which is the in and out of oxygen, right? So um, that is our basic connection to being in constant movement. We ne- we can't live without breath for, you know, most of us like three minutes, you know. Of course you can train that, but um, but movement itself is the expression of, of life. So um, we know, and we've all, like being in this culture, exercise is really, um, popular thing right but it's very easy for it to become almost punishing for like doing the wrong things and um, in my opinion and experience that just kind of puts another layer of pain on top of the pain that I was already experiencing and trying to fix in the first place so life 
is um, designed to express itself. And so for me, movement is, is a, an integral way that I get to do that. So what I love to do is like basically, the, the most basic thing is just make sure to walk mm-hmm. every single day. It's very simple, um, it's low impact. You can combine all of the other things pretty much, except for mm-hmm. sleeping. But you can you can combine all of the other good things for yourself in your walk. Mm-hmm. So um, walking 10, 20 minutes a day is, is an excellent starting place. Um, and then you can pair your breath with that too, and I'll talk about that in just a minute. But um, the thing that is even more important, in my opinion, than just moving your body is being is expressing your life or expressing your joy. So all the movement that I love to do is an expression of like this love and joy and excitement that I have for life. Mm-hmm. And so I have found ways that um, that I enjoy expressing that. Mm-hmm most true to me so one of those ways is actually skateboarding I love to skate Um, I love to wrestle with my children but I also do some movement practices like joint mobilizations and like pull-ups and rings and all those things but but if you're not already doing that level of like exercise or movement practices then it's really hard to like all of a sudden adopt all these things so I would say it's a great starting place to just uh, walk every day and then find something you love to do that is more on on that uh, greater movement um, mm-hmm. spectrum like mm-hmm. like running or wrestling around with your family or or uh, I mean it's really there's so many different options playing golf or frisbee or anything so what do you guys like to do turning on a song and dancing you it's know perfect yeah dancing is the best movement. yeah it's so great it's <laughs> yeah. the best one of the most compelling things to me about movement from a physiological side is that the lymphatic system you know mm-hmm. which is our primary mm-hmm. trash taking out system of the body mm-hmm. um, only moves when you move so mm-hmm. if you're not moving if you're sedentary mm-hmm. the lymphatic system doesn't have a chance mm-hmm. to take out the trash so to speak so when we're trying to build our immune system and we have all of this garbage you know mm-hmm. sl- you know kind of creating a sludge on our system System, the any movement practice and deep breathing practice will help clear that sludge out of the body. Um, I do think it's very important to approach movement with um, with a joy, you know, with a gratitude, with an openness. Doing something that you love to do. It should never be punishing. Mm-hmm. Um, it should always feel, and I say should, not meaning that um, condemningly, but more so. We want to unlock the natural joy that we as human beings are meant to have in our movement practice. Mm-hmm. And so finding something that's a light up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, just this morning, you know, both Rachelle and I are yoga instructors and, you know, Ben is an awesome movement instructor. But just this morning, you know, um, being sedentary for a couple of days, not getting to take a yoga mm-hmm. class. I just had my dad and sister over and we just did a yoga class and mm-hmm. I was just reminded um, how how great it feels to just mm-hmm. move the body and how, yeah. how much, you know any sort of heaviness lifts and it's amazing so yeah and I thanks for tying that back into our focus on the immune system and the why there and I like Ben said my go-to is getting several of these things in at once you know I walk at sunrise outside and breathe (laughs) and so then I've got four of my six health hacks in right there yeah and that's perfect that leads us to the breath portion Mm -hmm. so our fifth one is breath okay so I want to start this one with something that I just find totally fascinating so uh, if you look at weather patterns the high pressure systems 
flow towards the lower pressure systems, okay? So as that relates to breath is the air outside of our bodies is actually high pressure system and the air that's inside or the space that's inside of our bodies is low pressure. So despite how it feels when you are breathing, you're not actually pulling air into your lungs. The muscles, the intercostal muscles, the rib muscles, um, and, and your diaphragm, they actually make the space for the lungs to expand and the higher pressure system, oxygen, air, all the stuff outside actually um, naturally just flows into the body because you've created that space, okay? So that has all sorts of potential phys- philosophical, uh, you know, extensions or ramifications, but, but, and we could talk for hours about that, but on the physiological level, your only, my only job is to create the space for the breath or flow of life to move inside of my body, okay? So um, there's a couple very simple things to do. The first is the most simple. We call it box breathing, okay? So the way that you can think about it, um, well, let me back up just, just for a second. It's really easy to just passively breathe, but in our modern culture, because it's very stressful, um, the 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 breath style of the stress mode is actual like shallow breathing. So it's only from like the top third of your lungs up. And so these muscles up here get really tight because they're the only ones responsible for that portion of your lungs and it just causes problems down the line. So when we're talking about breath practices, we're actually maximizing our ability to pull as much oxygen in as we can to then utilize those healing capabilities of oxygen is what heals like every part of the body. So, so um, the first one is called box breathing and it's very simple. You just think of like equal parts, inhale, exhale, and breath hold, okay? So the, you can think of it one to one to one to one, four parts. Um, so you inhale for one beat or pulse, you hold at the top of your breath for one pulse, you exhale for one pulse, and then you hold at the bottom of your breath for one pulse. And so you can extend that to, to some people have bigger lungs, it takes longer for them to take an inhale, so you can modify that to how you breathe or how you're moving. Um, so you can do, I think a really comfortable place to start is actually two, 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 two. So you inhale two breaths, or two beats, you hold for two beats, you exhale for two beats and you hold for two beats. And what that does is actually stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system. It regulates uh, your autonomic nervous system, which controls your fight or flight and your survival. Um, and it says, we're okay. We're, we're stimulating the, the part of your body that says, we're safe here, okay? So that's why it's such a good, this one in particular is really good right before you like are trying to wind down to go mm-hmm. to sleep. It's also really good for your walk because mm-hmm. your gait, each step can be a pulse a mm-hmm. or a beat, mm-hmm. right? So that's a really, really good way to regulate the way that you're breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, have any comments about the box yeah. breathing or anything like that? Well, I do have, I have an experience with lots of clients who, who, who can't box breathe. It actually feels stressful. Mm. Um, I do want to say two simple things for just naturally deepening your breath. One is to check your belly and see if you're holding tension in your belly. Mm. 
because we a lot of us unconsciously in this culture suck our bellies in or hold our bellies in and that can either be you know from a something we've been taught like hold your belly in or it can be a, a tense attention response and the moment you can soften your belly now what you've done like all those muscles are relaxed now your diaphragm has room to relax and your breath will naturally start to become um, more full the other thing is is if you lie down to rest and close your eyes in the middle of the day for 10 minutes and you just attend to the breath like you don't have to change it in any way just noticing feeling and noticing this is how my breath feels coming in this is how it feels going out and just staying with that the breath will also naturally regulate just from your simple attention that's awesome i yeah. love that yeah. one one thing that i would also add to that especially the last mm-hmm. one is um doubling your exhale right yeah. compared to your inhale so that automatically also tells your nervous system we're safe here yeah. so if you breathe in like for two beats you can exhale for four beats mm-hmm. and so that will um yeah that will help some some nerves too so um anything to add on your side you know i i think that probably most of it will all add in our sixth hack but i just think um breathing is such a huge piece of calming the nervous system and uh, it is one of those things that's so easy to add into mm-hmm. so many different parts of your day. Like you can even be doing dishes and do box breathing, you know? Yeah. Or doing some form of slow breath work. Even just watching the breath can help calm anxiety because you're not focusing on whatever monkey mind is bouncing around in there. You're focusing on the slow breath. And for me, usually I just, if I think about you know, breathing in through my nose for about eight counts really, really slowly and watching the breath and, and then breathing out for eight counts, um, it can, uh, I, I notice the difference mm-hmm. in 30 seconds, you know, like that. And I do want to tie that back in, how this ties back into immunity. So stress hormones down-regulate killer cell activity. So when we're experiencing the fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system activation, we are releasing stress hormones. We're releasing cortisol and adrenaline. So our immune system activity is gonna go down as our stress hormones come up. What we're doing with this deep breath practice or this more full breathing practice is we're bringing those stress hormones back down so our immune system activity stays strong. And I know that you're a big fan of the Wim Hof breathing, and so um, is that something you want to link um, well, or you know reference? Yes, and I actually posted on the Life Elevated Movement Therapy Facebook page a uh, a video that he Wim Hof just did about how the Wim Hof method helps specific mm-hmm. viral immunity. Nice. So um, so yeah, it's interesting. But but that's that was the second thing that I was going to talk about in reference to breath. Um, it's a more aggressive, you're actually forced hyperventilating. So you're trying to get as much oxygen in your blood as possible. Um, and then you actually do breath holds with it. So it can be extremely, um, intense, but it's extremely invigorating too. So at certain times of day, and if you're interested in this, you can go and and look, Mm -hmm. look up him. He's, he's amazing at, at what he does. So there's a there's a lot of benefit to that too, but it's definitely on the more intense aggressive side, but uh, it also has its immune benefits. So, and we'll have a list of all of these all of these resources we've been mentioning to you that will be included in in the in this email. Yeah. Right, ready for the sixth hack? Sixth health hack. Sixth. Okay, so I love talking about this because when we 
we um, were brainstorming how to support you best in your mm-hmm. health. Um, the thing that we were the most tuned into was how to work with the nervous system, mm-hmm. how to work with stress, uh, how to work with you know the fear that may be pretty prevalent right now. And we're both we're all very tuned into that because you know you could be eating the healthiest food on earth, you could be mm-hmm. exercising, you could be, desiring to do all of these things but if your nervous system is in that fight or flight or it is overstimulated um, or you're chronically um, stuck in a programmed loop of stress then that is actually telling your system to kind of lock down it's in stress mode it's not in healing mode and we want to get your system in healing mode so that not only you can you know heal but you can also just enjoy life and feel good all the time right Mm -hmm. so for me i was one of those people who you know knew a lot about health but i didn't realize that i was in chronic low-grade stress all the time and so one of the tools that worked really really well for me is called eft tapping it stands for emotional freedom technique and it the reason that it's so powerful and that I love to use it alongside things like meditation and prayer and visualization is because it works with the limbic system, which is the emotional center of your brain, specifically the amygdala. And you can think of the amygdala as almost like the portal to the autonomic nervous system that goes down the central spinal column, informs all the cells in your body. The autonomic nervous system, of course, is responsible for the um, involuntary systems of the body. So. You know, these things are happening all the time without us even having to, um, you know, tell our, our bodies to, you know, if we don't tell our heart to beat. We don't tell our lymphatic system to do what it does. It does it automatically, right? So if that portal, that kind of watchtower um, of our system uh, thinks that you need to be stressed out all the time or is programmed to be stressed out all the time, what it's going to do is it's going to be sending a chronic um, fight or flight hormone, adrenaline, cortisol, something of this sort, down the central spinal column and informing every cell of your body. You're going to feel anxiety. You're going to feel stress. You're going to be just going along through life and you're going to be like, man, why do I not feel good? So one of the ways to communicate with that, that part of your brain is to do the EFT tapping. And uh, again, you can combine it with any sort of modality to just get you into a relaxation response. Because your mind, your conscious mind might be saying, everything's fine, I'm fine, like I'm not in a bad environment or I'm gonna be okay or whatever. But if your subconscious mind and your body believes that it's something's not okay, then you have to be able to communicate with it. You have to be able to calm it down. So EFT tapping works with the meridian system. It's almost like a phone line that when you tap on certain points on your face and neck area, it sends a calming signal to the amygdala, basically saying, hey, let's turn down this fight or flight response. Let's let's kind of, um, instead of having the gas pedal like a full, you know, like press down all the way, let's take our foot off the gas pedal. And so what we'll do is it will just calm everything down. So um, there's so many great um, EFT tapping Um, meditations and different things out there like guided practices I have a few and I will link them in the um, you know the email that we send out Um, but the great thing about EFT tapping is you can combine it with the breath to do a quick um, just reset I call it tap and breathe and all you're doing is you're tapping through these points and um, which I'll share with you how to do that Um, and you're just breathing at the same time and it sends that calming signal to really release the fear and the stress and the anxiety that might be already programmed inside of your body. Um, 
And um, so whenever you, once you've calmed that down, you know, once you feel a little bit calmer, your body is in a healing mode and your immune system goes up and your body's ability to heal, it all goes up. And so we really want to focus on getting the nervous system happy and healthy before we um, just try to do all these good things, right? So I would say that that, in my opinion, that's one of the most important things to do. So I tap before I go to bed at night and I tap when I wake up, even just a tiny bit, just so that I can remind my body and my whole mm-hmm. system it's safe to heal, it's mm-hmm. safe to feel good, it's mm-hmm. safe to be free, and that is very, um, it's just really, really, really important. So um, the second thing that I want to talk about real briefly, and then I'd love to get y'all's thoughts um, on, on all of this, because I know y'all both have so much to say about the nervous system, um, but I, I think when it once we calm down the, the nervous system through the EFT tapping or whatever practice works, through the breath work, we don't want to just um, be in a neutral state. What we want to do is make sure that we are tuning into uh, what we're wanting to create in our life. So I think the easiest thing or the most powerful thing that we can do is tune into gratitude. And gratitude has a very powerful effect on the immune system. And I'm going to tell you a quick story just to illustrate this. Um, there is a study done by Dr. Joe Dispenza where he had participants come in for a four-day workshop. And at the beginning of the um, workshop, he tested their IgA levels, which is um, kind of the markers for their immune system. So he tested the IgA levels. And then for the next four days, they spent about uh, 10 minutes a day tuning into gratitude, just feeling it in the heart center, opening up their heart, and just noticing all the things in their life that they felt really grateful for. And then at the end of the the four days, they tested those IgA levels again, and their immune system had risen, some of them up to 80%. Mm. They weren't taking a supplement or a pill. They weren't doing any of these other things. They were just tuning into gratitude. Mm. And we have so much Uh, potential and so much capacity inside of ourselves to heal and so the thing I love about these practices is they put the power back in your hands to Mm -hmm. heal you're not waiting on a supplement or a pill or a person um, when you know how to um, when you know how to wield these superpowers so to speak you can do so so much okay I'm off my soapbox I think you did great I think that's a great place to end really to wrap up is just this um, heartfelt presence and doing the best we can to keep that foremost and online um, during this time. And I just want to encourage all of you um, to, even if there's one thing that resonated with you today, like you don't have to take everything that we said and and Mm -hmm. do all of it. That's a way to kind of overwhelm your system really fast. Mm -hmm. But just notice what resonates with you. Because remember, you have the wisdom inside of you to heal. And so if you just notice, man, that one thing, I can take that one thing and I can do that. Mm-hmm. Go with what resonates with you and start small and then add on. Mm-hmm. And of course, know that we're all here to support we you. We are all here to support you. Yeah. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else y'all want to add? I think that's it. Thank you. I love it. This was really enjoyable. Yeah. So stay healthy, be happy, hug your family, and we'll see you at any time.